You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Have portable microphone, must travel. Today's show takes place in LA, specifically the Los Angeles Animal Services Center, where you're in for a double celebrity treat today. All right, all you doggies with super hearing. Yes, I did say treat. We're here to support the sixth annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 Pet Adoption Tour founded by Fido Friendly Magazine. And helping this travel and pet lifestyle magazine steer in the right direction to find homes for lots of adoptable dogs, cats, puppies, and kittens from shelters from L.A. to Chicago are two possum celebrities. First, actress and math genius Danica McKellar. She's the official spokesperson for this adoption tour. And popping in is also animal expert Brandon McMillan. He hosts Lucky Dog, the must-see TV show that airs Saturday mornings on CBS. So we're going to have you all hear more details, but you guys know the drill. Sit, stay, good listeners. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Yep, we're here in L.A., and we're with a really great person, one who really supports dogs and cats in need of wonderful homes. We're talking about the star of the Wonder Years. Remember Winnie? Remember Winnie? <laughs> And she also dances with stars, and she just got a star of her own named Spartacus. I'm talking about actress Danica McKellar. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So let's talk about this. You are here with the Fido Friendly Get Your Licks on Route 66. You are the face of this campaign that's going 17 stops, 8 states, but you're here today to help launch it, correct? Yes, yes, and this is actually the sixth annual year. This is the first year that I've been involved. It's amazing. They've found, they've found homes for over 2,000 dogs and cats um, the last six years. For the first five years. We haven't even done the sixth year yet, so more to come. But they're doing amazing things. And, and, you know, it's really about spreading the word that if your family is ready for a pet, you know, 
go like save a dog, save a cat, save a life because there's so many who need homes and they're not all, you know, they're normal pets. They're not like, oh, well, some like the dredge of the streets. No, these are adorable, sweet, loving animals that just need a home. And I just adopted a dog uh, four weeks ago. Okay, so let's have the 411 on your new pup. Uh, He is the cutest ever. He's two years old, we think. He was abandoned, so he's a rescue dog. We don't know exactly what he is. We think that he's part corgi, maybe part Pomeranian. The pictures that we've seen online that he looks closest to are Finnish Spitzes, which I'd never even heard of a Finnish Spitz before. <laughs> well, that's better than a starting Spitz, I guess. Uh, yeah, cute. Right, right. Finnish. So, yeah, not yeah, finished. He's so cute. He looks like a little fox. He's absolutely adorable. What's his personality like? He is really sweet. Um, He's really sweet. He's a little, of course, mischievous, as all dogs are. But he's absolutely um, fun-loving and playful. He doesn't like being outside very much, which is so strange to me. He'll run after the ball. I mean, he loves it. And he jumps and he leaps. He sort of pounces. He looks like he's bounding up and down. I I swear he was a circus dog or something. I'm not really sure. Because, again, when you rescue a dog, you don't know what their background is. But he is um, really fun and really knows how to jump and pounces on the ball, almost like a cat would. He might have a little feline in him, too. You know, he's one of those, who's your mommy, who's your doggy dad? (laughs) What I always say is we don't know their past, but it's more important about giving them a present and a future. Absolutely, and he's so affectionate and and snuggly on the couch. By the way, his name is Spartacus. Spartacus! That was his name in the shelter. He'd been there for a few weeks, and so we thought we would just keep his name. And it's it's a great name. All right, so today you're here with Fido Friendly and Susan Sims, and we have to say there's even a bigger connection besides your love of pets and supporting this adoption tour. I see something on your finger, and it's, oh, my gosh, it's blinding me, blinded by the light. Tell the folks the good news. I am engaged to Susan Sims' son, one of her sons. Yeah, she's going to be my mother-in-law. And I think think it's going to be a a better, like, mother-in-law experience than most people have because she's awesome. Yes. And tell us a little bit about Scott. Scott is the most amazing, incredible human being in the world. That's pretty much it. Wow. You got the most incredible dog, and now you got the most incredible husband-to-be. Yeah. Oh, no. It's true. Yeah. And I have the most amazing son and the most amazing soon-to-be stepson ever. Draco. Draco. Okay. And how old is Draco? He just turned four. Oh, so he's happy to have a big brother coming, huh, Hunter? Yeah. Well, he does everything that Hunter does. It's so cute. Wow. He, he imitates anything that Hunter says, Draco repeats. Now, I noticed that... For days and days <laughs> and days. <laughs> You've been active a lot in some uh, TV shows. You were brave enough to go on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my gosh, and you yeah. you did, did really well. Thank you. I mean, what was your thoughts? Why did you say yes? And what was the biggest surprise about being part of Dancing with the Stars? I... I said yes because I do love dance, and it seemed like a huge challenge. Like, it seemed like nearly an impossible thing to do. When you seriously learn a new dance every single week and then perform it in front of millions of people live, like, it just seemed insane to me. But that's why I was a math major in college, because I thought, wow, being a math major, that sounds ridiculously hard. Let me see if I can do it. And that was really the same feeling I had when I said yes to Dancing with the Stars. The most surprising part was how physically difficult it really was. I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't realize that I was going to have to be taking eight-minute ice baths every night just to calm my muscles down. Yeah, it was grueling. And then, of course, I broke a rib. That's right. That's right. So now that was hard. Did math play any benefit to you in the show? Because you have to really think like a mathematician with some of the steps and the moves. Did any of that benefit your UCLA degree? <laughs> I don't think so, oh. to be honest. 
I don't think, you know, people love to make connections between math and music, and there definitely is a connection there. But in terms of dance, you know, dance is so emotive, and it's so, if you're dancing well, you're dancing from your heart, from your soul, and it's very instinctual. And yes, you have to memorize steps, but that's like saying, is talking mathematical? Well, not really. I mean, you you memorized the words and their definitions, but to use them, that's really using the other side of your brain, the creative part. What made you get a math degree? I'm really blown away from somebody that's barely able to add. Again, I've always liked challenges. And um, I didn't know what I was going to do with a math degree, but I knew that it seemed like a really challenging, difficult thing, and <laughs> why not give it a shot? I knew that I felt great when I got a math problem right because there's this huge challenge in front of you. You think you can't do it, and then you do it. And it gives you this feeling of accomplishment, this right. really great high, like, wow, I'm smarter than I thought I was. And it's this <laughs> amazing feeling. It's so good for the self-confidence and, uh, and self-esteem. And that's why I decided to write math books for girls to encourage them in math. Math doesn't suck. It's for ages 9 to 11. Then kiss my math. And it goes on from there. I've got four books, New York Times bestsellers, all aimed at teaching girls math, the math they need to survive in school and also to feel good about themselves. With these four books, the titles grab the kids. Yeah, right. Relating to them instantly. But I salute you for wanting to bring up a whole new generation of women to know math because we do need to know it. It's just that, you know, and girls are just as good at math as boys Mm -hmm. in school, but the problem is that they don't think of themselves that way. And so what happens is as soon as they hit a stumbling block, which everyone will in math several times, (laughs) then they don't see that as a temporary stumbling block, something to overcome. They see it as evidence of what they've actually known deep down all along, which is they don't belong there. So for me, the the most important part of my books is to rebrand math for girls and to show them they belong. In fact, I wrote these books for you. You're not just a, an afterthought or a sidebar. This is your math. This is your life. And right. this is going to make your brain stronger and smarter. And it's going to make you more successful in every part of life. And speaking of winning formulas, I mean, the wonder years. I mean, what a great way to start off. But you were a young kid, and you're one of the child stars. Of, you seem normal to me. You look okay. <laughs> Thank you. And you're a mom. You're, you're writing best-selling math books. I mean, what was it like back then for you? Um, what a great show. Oh, it was a great show. You know, it's hard for me to compare it to any other childhood because that was my childhood. It was a great experience. I think largely because the producers and the parents really made sure that we were kids first and actors second. So we all grew up pretty grounded. I mean, everyone from the show has done well in whatever they've chosen to do. And I'm really grateful. And what's funny, actually, about the timing of this is that October 7th is the date where The Wonder Years finally comes out on DVD for the first time. Wait a minute. Ever. Ever? Yep. Yeah, you guys are now, you know, parents, and it's finally coming out. Oh, why why so long? Because of all the amazing music in the show, all the Motown hits. I mean, the rights were nearly impossible to get. And finally, Dick Clark Productions decided that they were going to fork out the money to actually pay for all these rights and make the investment. Oh, great. So, So, well, a division. It's actually Time Life. coming out. October 7th mm-hmm. of the Wonder Years. Excellent, excellent. Yes. Do you stay in touch with Fred Savage and the gang? Well, more so recently, actually, because really? we keep seeing each other. We keep doing things like we had to sign 500 signature editions of the box set, and, you know, we're, like, doing interviews together. We're going to be going to New York. Fred and I are going to New York uh, October 19th, something okay. like that, to do press. I think we're doing Good Morning America, The View, some things like that. Anyway, it's, it's so we've all been around each other a lot more even than normal. How would you describe Winnie? What would you say, that, you know, her character? What was the best quality about her other than those doe eyes she, that broke all those young boys' hearts? <laughs> she was really loyal and um, moral. Good. She's a very moral person. 
All right, so I understand that you've got the puppy. You're here at the L.A. Animal Shelter. And I do call him a puppy, even though he's two, yeah, years, he's old. two years old. I do call him a puppy. He is. He's young. Yeah, puppy. Like, that's how I Have talk to him. Have you taught him any tricks, any fancy tricks, or any math equations? Does he know how to paw one, two, three? Yet? You know, <laughs> no, it's a really good stuff? idea, though. <laughs> I think you should that. have a math wizard as a four-legger. I think we've got a whole new book coming. Y- you know what? Yes, yes. I think you're right. Math doesn't suck for dogs either. It'll, yeah, it'll be there you that. Hey, everybody, there's her next book, <laughs> Math Doesn't Suck for Dogs Either. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Any message you want to give to people, last party one, Susan Sims and Greg Sims are on a big adventure. They're going to go to eight states, 17 stops. they got a lot of work ahead of them. they got Jake and Junior driving with them. Yeah, I know. What do you think about this whole effort that they're doing? Oh, it's amazing. It's so wonderful. And people need to know the importance of adoption. How wonderful it is. And also, how wonderful it is to bring a furry friend into your family. It's amazing. My son, my four-year-old son, I mean, where he used to be kind of restless sometimes looking for something to do, he's all over that dog. They are so sweet. They cuddle together on the couch. He plays with him. They run around. It's amazing. I mean, they entertain each other. And it's almost like having a second child in some ways. In you know, Well, that'll be one of his best friends, and he'll never forget his first dog. It already is. It already is. It's so wonderful. I would just say to people who are thinking of adopting, make sure you don't have any big trips scheduled coming up soon. Make sure that you can, you know, have the time to just establish that home for your dog. Mm -hmm. And then find a local doggy daycare. Find, you know, find your resources. And then after that, what are you waiting for? That's right. Do it. You're going to love it. We're very delighted that we've had Danica McKellar on our show. We're going to tell you more things that are happening here on the Get Your Licks on Route 66 stop here in L.A. right after we take this quick commercial break. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, this is Katherine Heigl, and you are listening to Miss Arden Moore on OBH on Pet Life Radio. Tune in for more fantastic ideas and tips for your dogs and cats and pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBHAVE. Here's Arden. We're back. We're on the OBHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. How lucky are you listeners? I'm talking really lucky because our next guest is the star of Lucky Dog on CBS. I'm talking about Brandon McMillan. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. So let's take it, man. You have trained dogs Cats, lions, tigers, bears, oh my, but I'm intrigued. Insects? And that was my, actually my first job. It was a Nine Inch Nails video in the late 90s. I was a teenager, and I used these Madagascar hissing cockroaches. And basically, when you just touch them on the back, they almost stand up on their hind legs, and really? they hiss at you. You can hear them from across the room, yeah. Very brave, but uh, which is worse, Nine Inch Nails or the Madagascar uh, insects? Uh, I'm going to say the insects. I actually like Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> 
So tell us about the show, Lucky Dog. I've seen it. What I really love is you take a, a pet from a shelter and you basically do a makeover, both behavior and everything. Yeah, Lucky Dog is a story of second chances. Millions of dogs in America every year are euthanized because they can't find homes. Right. And this is not happening in some place we never heard of. It's happening right here in our backyards. And one of the main reasons these dogs are being euthanized is because they're not properly trained and people don't want to take the time or the energy to train them. And people write off shelter dogs like they're damaged goods. And Lucky Dog, we prove time and again, week after week, these dogs are not damaged goods. They're just as trainable, if not more trainable, than BreederBot. Now, you come from a family of background with pets and behavior training, so give me a little background 411 on your dad and your uncle. My father was a wild animal trainer in the Ringling Brothers Circus. I was born and raised doing that. Uh When I was 15 years old, I ran away from the circus. (laughs) I lived in Hawaii for a few years. Which island? Kauai. Oh, I love Kauai. Yeah. I used to have a timeshare there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I left there, but <laughs> then I moved. Uh, I moved to Hollywood when I was 19. I started training animals for the movies, okay. and I've been. Do- I was doing that for about 15 years. All the while, when I was doing that, my uncle he came from the old school. He always taught me, oh, you know, get the breeder dogs. And I kept saying at this company I was working at, let me get the shelter dogs. Let right. me go. Let me go to the shelter and find a shelter dog. And it wasn't until I got my first shelter dog. Her name was Raven. She was a Rottweiler, and I blew everyone way because she did more commercials and advertisements than any of the dogs there and right there that kicked the door open we kept getting shelter dog after shelter dog and before long it just turned into this lucky dog and it's a great show but I think what you're doing you're speaking from the heart they feel your energy right and they know you're there to make them better Absolutely. You know, some of the dogs, a lot of the dogs that I've trained, they're trained for service. And now they're all over the world helping, helping men and women who actually need them for, for their disabilities. Now, what do you think about the Fido Friendly Get Your Licks on Route 66 campaign? You're here at the L.A. Animal Service Center and uh, off of Van Nuys. I mean, it's very nice that you're making a, an appearance here. What do you think about this whole campaign? It's pretty ambitious. We're I, going to eight states, 17 stops. I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm really hoping people will join the cause with us. Okay. So... Can you give us a little bit about coming up on your show? Any special little... We have a whole new season starting September 27th. Okay. This season is going to be really fun adventures. We have really eclectic uh, <laughs> group of dogs this time. We have service dogs. We have dogs that I've trained to paddle surf. Really? You name it. Yeah. This season is going to be more fun, way more fun than last season. Last season was almost a teaser to season two. All right. Paddle boarding. I have a dog named Cleo. 12 pounds. Has to put weight on the board. She's one of the members of the SoCal Surf Dog. But paddle boarding might be a little trickier because you got the two-legger on the board with you. Yeah. Well, how many pounds? 12 pounds. We 12 pounds? Yeah she, might get, yeah, she might get bounced <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> but she's game. Well, we call her the maybe, Betty White of canine surfers now. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe some little uh, suction cups on her feet to keep her on the board. <laughs> now, do you paddleboard? I do. I okay. surf, too. Okay, all right. I, cool. I pretty much live in the ocean. Oh, well, gosh, Kauai, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just say, no, I never win it, put my toe in the water. I just watch TV all day. Well, actually, for fun, uh, when I'm off Luggy Dog, I just go dive with sharks. So oh, that's kind really? of like a, yeah, that's like a little hobby I do. Now, what's the behavior connection with sharks in you? Do you think they're listening and watching you? or? Believe it or not, sharks are very misunderstood. I've yeah. dove with great whites, tiger sharks, bull sharks all around the world, and wow. everyone looks at them as these big man-eaters, when the reality is, when you jump in the water with them, all they are is curious. Yeah, they so mostly... how, do you, how do you tap into that curiosity in a safe manner? I don't see any big bites taken out of your torso. No, usually um, if you do get bit, it would be the last bite I ever take. But, but what a great obit. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. No, believe it or not, you know, sharks, there's two kinds of bites. There's yeah. what's called the investigatory bite, and that's where they actually, they don't know what you are. They don't have hands. So the way right. they see what you are is they give like a little nibble. Now, the problem with that nibble is it could take a leg off, right. but it was not an attack. Gotcha. And that's what that's what people mistake it for. But you can actually see that coming. You can actually move out of the way because they move very slowly. Now, there's also the full predation bite yeah. where they come at you going 25 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Which is very rare. Wow, wow. So um, on your show, I know I saw this one time you, you were taking this one dog that wouldn't walk on a leash, and you ended up going up and down stairs outdoors. There was this big workout area, and the whole family was great. But it's baby steps, isn't it? Building on successes. Every, everything is baby steps. And there's no, there's no handbook. There's no pamphlet to dog training. I mean, any no. dog trainer will attest to that. It's always an equation. It's solving the, the equation to that particular dog and that particular dog's issues. So sometimes you've got to literally just do the math equation. It's almost like goodwill hunting. Yeah. How do you solve this dog? And that's the fun of Lucky Dog. Week after week, it's solving the riddle to train that specific dog. It's funny you talk about math because your cohort here is Danica McKellar, who has a math degree from UCLA. Remember Winnie from The Wonder Years? Have you guys met yet? Uh, we have met. Yeah, I didn't know she had a math degree, though. Yes, oh, that's UCLA. perfect, because I am probably the worst at math. I barely even know how to use my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how can we find out more about you, and how can we find out more about Lucky Dog? Uh, you can go to cbsdreamteam.com to find out more about Lucky Dog, or you can go check my website out, animalexpertbrandonmcmillan.com, and that will give lots of updates about Lucky Dog. All right. Pause up for everything you're doing. Thanks, everyone. I am excited, delighted, and impressed that our next guest on this special episode of the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio is Jan Selder. She is here with the Los Angeles Animal Service and your fancy title? I am the Director of Field Operations for the City of Los Angeles. So I walked in your shelter today and I was like, wow, there's this little cute orange and white tabby going, meow, take me home. This is really well designed, well laid out, and now you got the special Get Your Licks on Route 66 adoption tour what made you say we want to be part of it you know events like this like the route 66 and i love the name get your licks on Route 66. <laughs> who too. could not love that it makes everyone feel when they come into the shelter more comfortable they're excited to see something's going on i think it shows they really care about our pets and about our adopters right and so we always want to join in on these things they first contacted me three years ago and i'm like absolutely we would love oh, to sponsor so you've been part of this yeah this is our third year so we're very excited and each year it's grown and it gets bigger and we do a ton of adoptions Usually, I, I think our numbers last year were 30 dogs and cats adopted on the day that they were oh, here. That we're going to beat that record today. Yes, absolutely. I All hope right. So. All right. Now, what got you in this field? You know, it's funny. Um, I always wanted to be a veterinarian, and I think you probably hear that a lot. And then I also want to sort of be a police officer because I wanted to help people. Yeah. But pets has always been my passion. And I found a job where I'm a veterinarian and a police officer all at the same time. Right. I get to help the animals, but I also get to help the people. And this you carry a leash instead of a gun. I do, and <laughs> I love it. And I've been, you know, every part of the aspect of the L.A. City Animal Services, I've been an animal control officer. I've worked in the back in the medical field. And right. now I'm the director, and I get to sort of enhance each of those programs. And it's fabulous. I've been doing this for 19 years, and I love it. I can see the enthusiasm. Tell us a little bit about this center. Well, this is the East Valley Animal Shelter. We're here in Van Nuys. And, of course, today it's going to be 105. Oh, of course. But I don't think, I think that won't stop people. We've no. already had some great. We have air conditioning. It's indoors, folks. Yeah, it is indoors. So we are nice and cool. The animals are nice and cool. We have Mr. Systems, of course, that go on. Um, but this shelter is our busiest shelter. It has the most uh, animals coming in. And we actually do the most adoptions wow. as well. It is the most well-known one. It's very centrally located. And so you, you get some uh, Hollywood stars popping through. One just did. Yes, we just had Scott. 
got from the unit. So yeah. he adopted a little black Labrador mixed puppy. So we're really excited about that. Um, it is close to all the studios. It's close to Universal City. Uh, so it's a great location. And we always choose this location because it has a huge lobby. We can host events. And it's the most accessible shelter. And we do great adoptions here. Tips for people. I just adopted Casey, an orange tabby from the San Diego Humane Society, and he's now my demo cat for teaching pet first aid. And I fell in love with him. It was a mobile adoption situation. Tell us when people come to adopt, it's great to fall in love with the look of the dog or the cat, but why is it really important to play a little matchmaking? Well, you have to think about your lifestyle before you come into the shelter. What is your day typically like? Are you at work all day? Will the animal be left alone? Are you home all the time? Do you have a small apartment? Do you have a huge property? All those things you have to take in consideration love at first sight is great but then think about what you have to offer the animal that you're going to take home and make sure it's the right fit that's very important including the size that the animal is going to grow to be um, actually even the breed considerations I mean right. do you do you need maybe a small dog um, we always hear when we see a husky come in I have a husky golden retriever <laughs> huskies are busy they need yeah. time if you're not home a lot that's just not the right breed for you even though they're the, they're the most beautiful dogs but you have to really be around for them and, and you need a Furminator with them. Absolutely. You have to be the boss, for yeah. sure. And a Furminator as the brush, you know? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They have a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I often say that I have two dogs, two cats, and an overworked yeah. vacuum cleaner. But I think you touched on that. So when you're assessing pets and you're given, like, a little 411 on a pet that's up for adoption, are there some <clears> new <throat> things that you've done now that you didn't do maybe 10 years ago that help make the fit quicker and do you do a lot more temperament testing, or how do you assess the pets and kind of show yeah. them? Yeah, you know, we actually do a lot more question asking. I think prior you're just like, oh, I'm so glad that someone's going to take a dog, but you don't want to see the dog returned or the right. person struggling with it. So we do a lot more question asking about their lifestyle and what they do, what they plan on doing when they get home with the dog, how things are going to go. And I think that helps make a, a better fit. Now, sometimes it it's their choice in the yeah. end what they want to adopt. We just had a lady this morning, and she really wanted a low shed dog. She's allergic. Oh. So we had her looking at poodle and poodle mixed breed dogs, right. even though everything sheds. And I always tell people, all animals shed, I even shed. My yes. hair falls out all the time. Right. But there are some low shed dogs that we can sort of direct them to if, if yes. that's something that's a concern for them. I have hairless dogs. I have a Sholoit Squinkly, which is a completely hairless dog that I got in. And you said that's so easy. I mean, when they were tripping over that at, uh, you know, at the Westminster show, say it once more time. Sholoit Squinkly. <laughs> and I was told by someone who lives in South America how to say that because I didn't know how to say it either. It's spelt unbelievably long. It's yeah. very scary looking. Um, it's worse than supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I think it is, and I could never spell it. So uh, they're often called sholos, and I was told that they're called squinklies down there. Oh, so what made you say that I want a sholo? Actually, I was working here at East Valley Shelter on the swing shift, and this tiny little dog somebody brought in, she probably weighed not even, she maybe weighed a pound. She had a Tickle Me Teddy shirt on, and they, <laughs> they claimed she was a stray. First one I'd ever seen in my life, and I said, this is a really rare breed. Are you sure this is your dog and they said no no so we took her into the shelter and had a tickle me teddy tickle shirt. me teddy shirt on supposedly a stray picked it out of the garbage can walking around at one pound yeah oh it was walking down the street i'm like no it yeah. was not but you know we took her into the shelter and you know we're, we're back then this is 10 this is 14 years ago she's 14 now wow our shelters were different. You know, we were very, unfortunately, you know, it came right. in and went back out, usually right. not the way we want. We weren't really accustomed to these hairless small dogs. We had to put her in a cat cage because she was too tiny. And, you know, I, the first night I booked her in, I thought, yuck, you know, ugly. <laughs> Took her in the back. Um, they put her in a cat cage, and they fed her dog food as big as she was. And I said, come on. Every day I ended up going to feed her special food and working with her. And next thing you know. What's her name? Her name's Lottie. 
Lottie? Mm-hmm. A lot of love, though, for Lottie, oh, right? Oh, she's the best dog ever. I will always have a hairless now. <laughs> All right. So any others? I got a Visla Pitbull mix okay. from our oh, North Central shelter. He's fantastic. What's his name? Best dog, Copper. Copper? Um, I have a dog I just adopted two weeks ago from East Valley Shelter. His name's Cooper, and he is a Chinese crested. Oh, you're good. Another hairless. All right, cool. <laughs> and, you know, he was from a hoarding incident, and he also got hit by a car when he came in. Very scared and nervous, um, but he's we're doing great. We're doing absolutely great. And how has been the uh, introductions with uh, Copper and... It's gone pretty well. He's one of the outwardly the passive aggressive, so he has to try to. He thinks he has to try to bully the big pit bull mix, and the pit bull mix ter- is terrified really? <laughs> terrified of him, so runs and hides. Um, but now they're to the point after two weeks, he won't growl at him anymore. Good. And and Progress. Copper's now coming up and trying to lick him. He still shies away from that, but doesn't growl. The cat's still a bit of a. a challenge cat i didn't hear anything about the cat oh, i forgot the cat I don't forget cat. meow i also got a cat from east valley four years ago his name's izzy and Aww. i picked him because he's all black and they're very hard to adopt yes i have a black cat named murphy brown yeah. yep so you have to adopt the black ones and he also had very bad upper respiratory so mm-hmm. that's why i chose him how can people find out more about your your the best thing to do is go to our website. It's laanimalservices.com. We have all pictures of all our animals up on the website, and all our information about how to volunteer for us, how to foster an animal from the shelter, um, and how to donate or anything else. It's all up there about wildlife in Southern California and, and interesting things like that that people don't think of L.A. as a wildlife area, but it's we have oh, a ton right. of wildlife. Well, I'm delighted. We've had Jan Selder. She's with the L.A. Animal Services. And pause up for everything you do. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you to you know for coming to the shelter and being a part of the Get Your Licks on Route 66. Get your licks on Route 66. We can't have this show without the person responsible for this whole event. We're talking about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 adoption tour. We have with us the Fido-friendly publisher, the one, the only, Susan Sims. Pause up! Hey, Arden. All right. What's happening? You have been doing this sixth annual? Yeah, this is our sixth annual. We've been really fortunate. Uh, Ford has been a major vehicle sponsor for us. And I saw your tripped out Ford. What kind of is it? It's a brand new 2015 Ford Expedition. The dealers don't even have it yet. They're not Ooh. even going to get it to April. So the dealers ha- are very envious of this car. <laughs> and it's, it's just big enough because we take our two rescue hounds, Junior and Jake, with us. And they are? And yes, we have Junior the Black Lab. He was adopted at two months. And then we have Jake the Little Boxer at five. So these aren't tiny dogs, folks. They're not. And they're at daycare right now at the Rough House Pet Resort in Riverside. So (laughs) they host them. And and it's fun because you can watch them on webcam and see what they're doing or not doing. So it makes us feel good while we work these events. Then they get out there and get to play. And by we... My husband, my partner, Mr. Greg Sims, the one and only, he and I have been doing this for six years, and uh, he's my schlepper. He sets up the spinning wheel. What's <laughs> wonderful with the spinning wheel is we have products donated by all our wonderful sponsors. People will pay $2 to spin the wheel, and the proceeds go to the shelter at the end of the day. And right now the proceeds are going to? We're at today. LA Animal Services in Van Nuys on Van Owen. And I helped you unload some of these boxes. My gosh, it was like Christmas, Halloween, birthday times 10. I can't believe how many goodie bags you have for people who adopt pets. Yeah, we've been really fortunate. This has probably been the best year ever for sponsor support. And if people would go on to get your licks on route66.com, there's a whole list of our sponsors. We have over 20. And some of the people like Pet Botanics has helped us a lot. And they've, they're our treat sponsor. And then we have Snuggle Puppies, just to name a Snuggle Puppies. Snuggle Puppies is so wonderful. It's at, It looks like a stuffed toy and people think it's a toy, but it has uh, a little heart 
heartbeat when you push the little switch and a heat pack. So a puppy especially, when they have separation anxiety, if you first bring the puppy home and they're scared, this little snuggle puppy is what they snuggle up to at night, and it works like a charm. So that's snugglepuppies.com. Now, I was checking out, uh, you got the t-shirts. What made you even start this idea? I mean, let's rewind the video. And you said, hey, Craig, I, I, I think we're going to take uh, about a month off or so and drive all across America. Exactly. Well, so we had started our magazine 14 years ago. My son and I, Nicholas, who you know, we started that. And then Greg got into it after he took over retirement. So we were lucky enough to get to go to different hotels, do reviews, and travel across the country. And we got to take our dogs. So one day I just thought there, there must be something that we can do to give back that makes us feel relevant and that is important. And we're so big on adoption that that was really the only thing that stuck in my mind. So we were out running around and I saw Route 66 and I said, wouldn't that be cute? We'll do get your licks on Route 66. So the idea was born six years ago. Uh, we go from LA to Chicago and we have like 16 events this year and it's um, our partner shelters are, are really great and they set up space in their place and, and we raise money and help them. Uh, How many miles one way? Oh, you know, I wish I could tell you, but it's like it's over a thousand miles. I mean, and then we drive from Idaho because we're based in Idaho, so we have to go from Idaho to LA, and you know, to and you're going to be in eight states. Yeah, we're going to go to all of them. Oh, well, Route 66, right. the ones that you cut through. And so, the, actually, I don't have my list in front of me, but Chicago, we actually pick up two on the way back. I think it's Kansas City. Right. Um, but we end October 19th, I think. But you're in Texas, too. I yeah. didn't know Route 66 was in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona. That standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. That one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're not actually going to have an event there, but we're going to be in Amarillo, so that's okay. going to be really fun for us, too. Right. Yeah, so we, we tend to go back to the same ones. Uh, we have a really fun event that's a canine carnival, and they're in their 24th year, so they're expecting about 1,400 people. And I couldn't tell you, but you could look up here. <laughs> You can tell she's a, she's, I'm just glad she's focused right now. That's good. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a little road weary already, but um, anyway, we've had, had uh, really good luck that we've had, you know, shelters that, or doggy daycares that have supported us and helped us with our dogs so that good. we could do the events. So, um, like that I said. That makes sense, because I know Jake and Junior want to help, but they're big, big goof. Well, yeah, and it wouldn't be fun for them, and we, we're all about them having fun. So, yeah. yeah, when they get to Chicago, they'll be at Paradise for Paws, and there's a bone-shaped swimming pool. Oh, I've heard about that the lab loves that and the thing is when we pick them up they'll be there for a week and when we pick them up they don't even want to go with us and they're like what's your name no i'm staying here <laughs> they look at us and they look at the door that goes to the pool and they go i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> well you and i have been uh, part of Fido friendly i'm editor at large i love doing the column she he yaps um i gotta get more uh, uh places to visit for you but if you want to tell more people about Fido Friendly and why they need to get their paws on this magazine. Yeah, absolutely. FidoFriendly.com, and it's a quarterly magazine. You can find us at Barnes & Nobles in Hastings. And uh, we have the digital version, of course. So people. And your social media is on fire. We have a wonderful Facebook and Twitter. It's so much fun. You can go on our Facebook, and we have contests galore. We have a wonderful one that we run every quarter. It's called a feature giveaway, and we take a pup from a, a shelter. We surround them with products. There's a two-page spread in every issue. And so we talk about the shelter, we talk about the pet, and then there's 10 products that one lucky person gets to win. So it's a wonderful, fun magazine. We're happy that, you know, everybody likes reading it. And we can't wait to go to look at these different hotels and destinations. That's all we do. 
Now, before we leave, you've had many great people to be sort of the ambassador, if you will, for this Get Your Licks on Route 66. We've had Victoria Stillwell. Who else? Uh, last year we had Ashley Bell. She's a young actress, and uh, she's so sweet. She's really been into rescue a lot, and uh, she and she's on Broadway, I think, right now. And then, of course, we have Danica McKellar this year. We're really thrilled. And it was really funny that she adopted just a few weeks ago because they were waiting. Spartacus. Spartacus. And uh, they, it's really cute because sometimes they think they call it Spartacus with a K-I-S-S at the end. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, that's cute. Now, Danica is an actress, but she's also going to be part of your family. She is going to be my daughter-in-law. Yeah, we're really thrilled. Um, I was fortunate. I got to meet Danica. She's been she's with my son for about nine months and my oldest son, Scott. And, uh, of course, I'm proud of both of my children. But uh, she's really adorable. We love her. We couldn't be happier. Well, congratulations. And I think there's a bunch of people hovering at the table. They want to spin the wheel. So let's make this a possome event. Thank you so much for being on the show, Susan. Thanks, Arden. My pleasure anytime. Well, that's it for our show today, listeners. I hope you heed the message from Danica McKellar and Brandon McMillan. Adopt, don't shop. Your next BFF, that's best furry friend, may be waiting for you at your local animal shelter. And remember to please check out Danica's website. That's danicamckeller.com. When you're on the site sniffing around, go to the section about her New York Times best-selling math books aimed at girls in middle school. My personal favorite books of hers are titled Kiss My Math and Girls Get Curves. Now, next, I want you to head over to Brandon McMillan's site. It's a long one to remember, animalexpertbrandonmcmillan.com. And catch the new season of Lucky Dog airing on CBS on Saturday mornings. Finally, go visit www.getyourlicks.com and see if you live close to one of the stops of Fido Friendly's 6th Annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 Pet Adoption Tour. I also salute my possum producer, Mark Winter. He's the genius behind all the shows on Pet Life Radio Network. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.